And a reminder, the first 30 minutes of this podcast are available on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, Google, and many of the major platforms. The full podcast is available at www.patreon.com forward slash SRB Media. SRB Media. Good evening, Gabby. Good evening, CC, and welcome all to our weekly podcast, Terry Curran's The Curran View with the Audibles, but uh, Mr. Terry Curran, take 35, steady away, so how are you? Yes, not too bad, I had a good day today, I went down to the local pub, met some of my old friends from school, uh, Johnny Miller, uh, Shotty and all them, so I've had a good afternoon because it's my brother's birthday, so uh, I've had a fabulous day today. So it's happy birthday, Bernard. Happy day, Happy birthday, Bernard, and great to see some of my old friends. Yeah, I mean, it's great to walk up with, with kids that you went to school with, you know, your first friends in life, really, that you, you bond with, aren't they? Yeah, they are a good bunch of lads, and they like to go in there on a Monday or a Tuesday afternoon, place little uh, horse-facing bets on and so, but they, they, they go in on a bedly basis. But I'm, like I say, I'm not a drinker, now they can all nip in. It was a great afternoon. And on top of that, I'd like to apologise for last Friday. Uh, as you know, I was coming down to see Andy Gray and meet up with you for the first time. And I decided to uh, not leave a key for, out for the kids and uh, they couldn't get in, so I had to turn back. Absolute nightmare. And uh, Roger was, was, your, was your chauffeur that night, a Birmingham City supporter. There was a couple of Birmingham City supporters in the uh, the Aston Inn, which used to be the Aston Social, a place that I've frequented many a time because I do go down and watch Aston Villa with my stepson, Tom. Whenever there's a spare ticket and I'm not working, I'll go and take the seat on the alt end and we go for a drink in the in the Aston Inn beforehand. But before we get on to the magic moments, let's just talk about that magnificent night, uh, RPG Promotions, uh, Mr. Paul Ryder. Got to give a mention to Kev Backnell, um, Rach Proctor, and the team there at uh, VA, VIP Volcano and EA Promotions. A really good team, a really good organisation, and a real good evening. And I thought the staff at the Aston Inn were fabulous as well. Andy was absolutely gutted too that he couldn't link up with you. And um, I did pass on your apologies. He's going to do one with Brian Little there. He's, he's going to do one with Brian. I believe it's early June. <clears throat> he won't be there. It'll be in Kingshurst, uh, my area that I grew up uh, in. Uh, Paul also is from Kingshurst. And, uh, so it's great well, to I'm link gonna up with lads. Well, I'm going to get down to that one. If that one's definitely on, I'm going to get down to that one. Yeah, it, it should be. But but again, the the great event, and I did pass on your number to Andy, so you are connected again, and it'd be great to work, press the flesh and and link up. Tom Ross was the host, and uh, Andy was in fine form, fine fettle, and it was just a great a great great night. Some wonderful stories uh, from Andy. And, uh, and and great to finally meet him in, in the flesh. I have done a couple of podcasts with Andy. I really appreciate all the time that these former pros give me to record podcasts with them. So it was great to meet up with Andy and just finally say thank you. Yeah, um, and no doubt he'll have some funny stories and some serious stories, really. Yeah, absolutely. He'll have some great times at Everton. 
I mean, some of the stories he couldn't tell because his family were in the room. I'm yes. guessing some of them stories did come from his Everton years. And a, a number <laughs> of them might have involved you. <laughs> but, but, um, but no, it was superb. Uh, magic moments, TC. What superb moments of magic have you Well, we haven't had a lot of football on, as you know. Only the uh, lower leagues. Um, but... I've seen the messy one. What you put on? I was going to go with uh, Saka, the yeah. Ars- uh, the Arsenal player what played with England the other night. Yeah. Great uh, control, came inside, bang! Right into the top left hand corner. Great goal. But I'm going for Pavard. Is it Pavard, the French guy, other night against uh, Republic of Ireland? Didn't that see. Was a thund- it was a thunderbolt. Listen, it was like an express train going into the back of the net. Wow. You know, I felt sorry for the goalkeeper. I felt sorry for Ireland because, I mean, how they didn't equalise in the last 10 minutes, I'll never know. The yeah. goalkeeper's pulled off absolutely two belted saves. Uh, saves. Uh, saves. Saves. And, um, but that's the goal I'm going for, the magic moment. Uh, it was, a, it, like I said, it was a bloody rocket. It, it hit the end of the, like, by the time the goalkeeper blinked, it was in back at net. Yeah, let's just touch upon the, the lack of football um, in this international break. I think it's been an absolute disgrace. Uh, I think it's been utter and total shite. Um, via play that's been broadcasting, it's an absolute disgrace that on Sky TV, on BTV, on normal terrestrial TV... You cannot get a game of football. I think that Arsenal ladies have played Tottenham ladies 23 times over the weekend because that's all that's been on their bloody TV what whenever I've turned you? on Sky. You T- you're absolutely spot on. What did I tell you? What you're was spot on. on. I did post it up. We're going to be talking about that a little bit later in the, uh, the podcast with our topics of the week. But you were spot on and you identified this months and months and months ago. Uh, my magic moments were Jordan Morris's four goals for Seattle Sounders against Sporting KC. Again, we're going to talk about... I didn't about... see any of that. So I'm yeah. sorry, I didn't see any of those goals. Well, I Did you post them up, by the way? Yeah, I have posted up onto the group, uh, the current view. Um, we're going to be talking about the Major League Soccer, in again, in our section, where we and it's cover great to see, topics uh, of the week. It's great to see Udi's lad... Uh, uh, having two great wins and especially the seven was it seven nil seven uh, seven, seven one right? yeah seven, seven one. one something like that yeah uh, all these lads so I hope he uh, goes on to achieve great things absolutely I have just posted up on my socials um, a a piece of uh, a reel from the American it's like US men's team only on Facebook and the goalkeeper has just kicked a balloon into the crowd and it's come out pink. So clearly, it's a girl. And and I think I, I just posted up to Anthony because he'd posted up about his dogs because he's really into his dogs, um, you know, rescue dogs, etc. And uh, congratulations. Well done, Anthony. And I think Young Hudson is doing a phenomenal job. He's a chip off the old block and he really looks as though he's got a togetherness in that American team. And I'm looking at some of them American boys and I'm thinking, 
We do a regular podcast with Alan, as you know, Alan Hudson's American Dream. We're going to be doing part, I think it's part seven, shortly. And and I really do think that the Americans are stepping up to the plate. And by the time the next World Cup arrives in their homeland, I think America are going to be a massive threat. Well, if if they do something, they do it right, yeah. don't they? You yes, know, they do. Yes. Try to put on the we can call it razzmatazz, but they only think about winning. I know yeah. the world's changing at the moment, this moment in time, but when it comes to uh, winning and losing, they only look at winning, don't they? So, Absolutely. Uh, everything about the American football, soccer, what they would call, uh, like I said to you before, I don't think. I won't be surprised if if the money goes to America or it goes to uh, Saudi Arabia, one of these yeah. Arab countries, uh, and the Premier League will fall by the wayside. Uh, when I say fall by the wayside, it wouldn't surprise me if you know the big six, seven, eight clubs in England even join that in America or uh, Saudi Arabia. Yeah, you're just going a little, little bit dark, I don't know what. Sorry, but yeah. Um, what I was saying is that um, I think the money and our maybe top six clubs may even join in America or uh, South America, uh, South uh, Asia, I should say, uh, just like the golf has done. Absolutely. I think that this, and we've said this many times on the podcast, I think it's a big transitional period that we're in for football at the moment. I think that the next generation are going to be accessing and watching football in a completely different way that we are. And I think the structure of football is going to be completely different. And I think you're right with the Saudis putting that money into live uh, golf. I think that there are attractions that's looking to put money into the football. They want to maximise their assets. They're not happy with just earning whatever they earn. They want to earn more and more and more. And I think that there's going to be massive switches in football going there's forward. no there's no woke that they won't put they won't tolerate the wokeness won't yeah. be Arabs. they won't they won't tolerate it yeah and money talks doesn't it so. absolutely 100 percent uh my second uh, just before i do come on to this you, you did talk about um it's winning uh the, the kids of a couple of the grandkids around today and they're doing the easter bonnet uh, hats and my really? missus says don't forget girls it's the taking part that matters and I, oh, said, no. I said kids don't listen to your nan absolute crap when you go into anything you want to win it win and it. don't let anybody tell you otherwise be in it to win it absolutely and I told them the story about when I was a kid and I finished second in the 1500 and then I went on and I, and I won it because I wanted to be a winner and that's what you've got to be you've got to want to win so when people do say to you it's a taking part put your fingers in your ears don't listen to them they're a bunch of clowns You'll only be losers all your life absolutely. if you that way. Absolutely, T. So I, I give the kids an education and, and told the wife off. Hence, there might not be any vacuum going on, T. C. because <laughs> she's buggered off out of the house. <laughs> Diego uh, Almada's first goal for Argentina. We talked about him on last week's podcast when he scored that amazing free-kick goal yeah. for Atlanta. But he's an Argentinian international, and he did score uh, the second goal 
for Argentina against Panama. Uh, that wonderful free kick by uh, Lionel Messi. Mind you, with Thiago taking that free kick for Atlanta, I bet Messi was thinking, blimey, this kid's going to be taking my free <laughs> kicks as well going forward because well, it was amazing. Doing them, but he, you know he's still playing well, Messi. When you see him play, don't is there? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's still he's still world class. I mean, he's still up there. Okay, it's not quite going as it should be for PSG, but nothing really is going as it should be for PSG. But for Argentina, he's still winning the World Cup. He's still scoring great goals, and everything in the garden looks rosy I'm, I'm, when he puts that blue and white striped shirt on. I'm glad it's turned for him because you know as well as I do. He had a lot of problems with um, with the Argentina squad and everything else. Mm. Not squad, but the fans. Yeah. Uh, but he turned all that round now, and the you know they started to adore him like they they adored uh, Diego uh, Maradona. Absolutely. And uh, Ricardo Pepe's goal for USA against El Salvador, which was the second win in a in a few days for Anthony Hudson's. Uh, Team America, the American uh, national side, and I thought it was a great little dink. I mean, by the way, that that defender that put that defence splitting ball through is just off the shoulder of the defender. He's run off his shoulder. The goalkeeper's come out. He's given the eyes and he's dinked him. So I thought that was a magnificent goal. So well done, America, and 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 also as well, great goal for Saka that you uh, did allude to, Saka scoring that wonderful goal. England won 2-0. But i tell you what, it was an absolute bore fest for me. And the only reason that I didn't fall to sleep is I was out enjoying some family time and having a few uh, bottles of Corona. But I thought the performance were absolutely poor. Well, you've got to go out and enjoy yourself sometime, Gabby, yep. so why not? Absolutely. You, know, you do put all the you do put all the work in. For, our, for all our listeners, even if it's only one, you put all the work in for them, um, and you give them all the great information that they wouldn't get anywhere else. Absolutely, T. We uh, we try our best. Uh, Book Corner in association with myfootballbooks.com. Andy always gives us uh, a recommendation. This week his recommendation is tour. You know, not the Greek god, but, <laughs> but, but Tour, the story of German football by Ule Hisa. I hope I've pronounced your name correct there, sir. And on this day, the 28th of March, 1897, Joseph Sepp Herberger was born in Mannheim, Germany, who went on to manage the national team for 30 years and won them the first World Cup in 1954, which is called the Miracle of Bern when they beat the Hungarians 3-2 in the final. There was a few illicit substances taken at half-time. There's an awful lot, and there would be a steward's inquiry today. In fact, there'd probably be a lifetime ban, but uh, Germany did run out winners, and he was the manager. So a, a great book. I like all these books on the history of football, and Tor is the, uh, the history of German football. I was watching a little bit of uh, Ian Shane uh, the other night on YouTube, and he was on about uh, the acting Ian Shane. You remember the yeah, actor? yeah, yeah. Um, and he was on about the Hungarian team, and every time I hear, hear the Hungarian team, I always think of you, you know, because you always uh, rave about the this great Hungarian team. And I thought to myself, 
you know, Gavin was on about this. Every time he mentions the Hungarians, um, he always talks about these players. And he was re- re- reeling them all off for Ian McShane. But he, he was a Man United fan. Absolutely. Um, Lovejoy, not Lovejoy. Was, was Lovejoy, Lovejoy yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, Lovejoy, yeah. yeah. The antiques dealer. Oh, I didn't yeah. realise he was really into football. I didn't get Yeah, he's massive. massive. Oh, it was... It was reeling all these names off and it was going on about these te- not just those but one about the English teams and English players British players you know mm-hmm. um, fascinating he played George Best in in a film didn't he yeah I think he did I mean say so you haven't seen much on the screen of him recently this is what happens with these actors then all of a sudden we'll be watching something I don't know might be Vera or, I, mean, well, I, I, don't know I was watching now. a film with Janice the other night and yeah. he was on it Oh, okay. Yeah, and it's funny because then I went, I'll go to YouTube and first thing that comes on is him. Yeah. Well, that's weird, that. It is mad, though, isn't it? when you talk about something or somebody and then all of a sudden you go, blimey, I was only talking about you the other day. It really is yeah. uncanny. Uh, Grey Matters, Andy Gray's uh, The Autobiography, Grey Matters. Uh, actually, Tom Tom won this uh, in the raffle. At Did the, he? Yeah. At the, he, say, he says to me, he says, you know what? I never win nothing. I never win nothing. I never win nothing. Called out his number. I said, well, you've oh. won something now, son. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, he, uh, he, he gave us the book, The uh, Grey Matters, the autobiography. And on page 80, no, page 80, just about the only player who never seemed affected by... The responsibility was Terry Curran. Terry had been brought to, into Goodison on loan during Howard's first season and he'd helped the team stave off relegation. Everton hadn't been able to raise the money to buy him outright, but then they got him permanent, a year, permanently a year later. Terry was a tricky winger and a real cocky character. And he said, he goes on to say, he should have been playing at the San Siro, not Bramble Lane. But what Listen, he, he said to me, Andy, he said, the problem with your team, right, yeah. Is it you think you're a Brazilian? I said, Andy, it's he did say that. I'm better than Brazilians. He did say that. <laughs> he did say that in his book. He said he was about the cockiest player that I've ever played with. He thought I never feared No, I know you didn't. I know you never. And... I never thought we could lose a game. Yeah. Andy and them, we were going to Man United. I think we drew one apiece. Mm. We drew one apiece. And, uh, you know, if we get a point in the season you, before. You dial a key a bit. I mean, I was a bit unlucky there again because I, I got that bad injury my first game yeah. back when to the West Brom. You know, but uh, great team, that great team. Absolutely, one of the greatest teams uh, ever in British football. I mean, that, that side there at Everton, you know, you, you can put them up against any team that, that's ever kicked a ball. They had absolutely everything. And sadly, because of Heisel, they, they wasn't allowed to go and, and play and compete for the European Cup. European Cup. Com- yeah, competition. I Which think that'd di- probably won. Disappointing, really. I mean, what I will say about that European Cup, uh, Cup Winners' Cup, mm. there was a lot of easy rounds in for, in, in, in for us. I think we played somebody in Ireland, uh, an amateur team in Ireland. Mm. I think we played a Czechoslovakia team, which weren't at the... I think that was an army team. Yeah. Um, what else? A 4 2 sit out. Yeah. But... Uh, we got a res- great result at the, at the biggest team in Europe at that time, Bayern Munich. Mm. You know, um, and we're losing one nil up at Goodison, and we came back to beat them three nil, three one. Great, but it was a great team. This 
I when I first went there, because I went there before Andy. Yeah. Um, and I could not believe because we beat Forest three one at Goodison. Mm. Clough had been trying to get me back to go back to Forest three or four times, and he said to me after that game, he said, "Why don't you come back uh, and play for us? You know, uh, you'll be great here." Well, so and so, so and so. I said, "Listen, boss." This is gonna. These are gonna be. These are gonna be champions. This is a great team. I cannot believe where we are, mm. and I couldn't. I could not believe where we are, and within a within a flash, they started to win and win and win and win. It was just unreal. Just unreal. I mean, when Liverpool, uh, they they got the shock of their life. I mean, they won the um, replay of the uh, League Cup, but. Then we started to dominate, and then they knew that Tebbit was going to be a force. It weren't going to be the little uh, little uh, neighbours next door. We became the no, 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 noisy neighbours, like Fergie called Manchester City noisy neighbours. And they were. They were a great team. And it was disappointing for the lads itself. I know the fans of the club, but it was disappointing for the lads that they couldn't play mm. because, you know, it would have been fascinating because at that time they were as good as anybody Everton. Absolutely, and they were, you know, champions of Europe. Okay, it wasn't the European Cup, but it was the Cup Winners' Cup. So they'd already won honours in Europe. It would have been great for that side to have been able to go and play in the European Cup, but sadly not to be. But Andy Gray, they were banned for three years, weren't they, English clubs? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, terrible. But you know, there you go. Uh, These things happen to the English. They don't to others, but they do to the English. It's always the English disease. It's as though England invented hooliganism, which is absolutely incorrect. The English do get involved in fracas uh, abroad and and at home as well, but it's not everyone does really. Absolutely, but it's it's, it's it's always uh, us that gets the blame. It it makes it's always made out that England are you know the bad ones. Absolutely, it's not always England. No, not at all. We're we're probably not as bad as most. But again, I go back. We will always get the blame. Uh, Graham Sooners, football, my life, my passion. The autobiography by Graham Sooners. What a player. And leads me nicely on to one of the topics of the week. Uh, Troy Deeney's column suggesting that Graham Sooners couldn't live with the midfield players today. On the back of a little bit of criticism from Sooners of Declan Rice. And there was a little bit of a, a media kick in saying, Oh, Graham Sooners is wrong. Uh, Declan Rice has put Sooners in his place. He's shut Graham Sooners up. Declan Rice scored a goal from a corner. I think Declan Rice, next to Bellingham, is the most overrated player I've ever heard. Graham Sooners. Graham Sooners is an absolute legend who, at the age of 70 plus, I would put him in the... Well, he couldn't play for England, of course, because he was born in Edinburgh and he's Scottish. But I'd still rather have Sooners at the age of 70 than Declan Rice. Look, I see everybody's point point of view and everybody has opinions and I get that. Mm. You know, I do get that because everything is about opinions. Yeah. But what I I look at in in all this, like you, you... I have seen them all. I have seen them all. Declan Rice would not live technically with with Sooners. No. Rice is not quick. Sooners weren't quick, but he was intelligent, lightning quick. Mm. He saw things early doors. And I tell you what, the, the go on about if you take this aggression away from this player, it might not have been. 
if Jane Soonis wouldn't have been as he was yeah. and played the natural game, because I'm telling you, he, yes, he was aggressive, but he was a beautiful football player. Yeah, he was. Beautiful yeah. football player. I know the aggressive side of it with, with, with Soonis got a lot of stick because at times he could be vicious. But I'll tell you what, what a footballer, what a footballer. And his opinions, and I would, this Declan Rice and Bellingham wouldn't have lived with Sooners. Wouldn't have lived with him. 100%. So, and this is what annoys me when I've got a lot of respect for Troy. I've, I've you know, I've watched Troy develop. I used to be on the taxis with his granddad. In fact, Troy was the same age group as I used to managing. And Troy wouldn't have got into my Marston Green or Smithswood team. He was a late developer and he's done really, really well. But but Troy would not have seen Graham Sooners play. Troy doesn't know Graham Sooners. No, but as what a he's talking about is what he's talking about is Declan Rice. Of Declan course he is playing as Folden. He's not in the same league as Jack Grealish. No, not at all. You know, and there's other great players. But it's opinions and Southgate thinks he's He's the so he picks him, but once they start, once they start, when these players start talking about uh, Graham Zunas, do me a favour. Uh, listen, it didn't whether they could play, Zunas and them could play today, right? Because they'd look even bigger superstars playing on those pitches. Absolutely, and playing in, you know, uh, and uh, playing compared you're, you're to when up. they had to play. Compared to when they had to, so I just take the phone away. Compared when uh, when they had to play sooner than them, this lot, and I don't mean that, that. I should have said this lot. Today's players wouldn't have got out of bed to play on snow, yeah. ice, waterlogged pitches. You know, if there's a bit of rain now, the game's called off. There's a bit of snow, the game's called off. Listen, the game's not different. It's not quicker today. It's just. A, and people lying, you know, this is good, that's good. It's like the COVID. All they do, these media people, uh, and people what live, what's been brainwashed by the media and everything else. To, yes, the years players, Curry, Hudson, uh, Ball, there's hundreds of them. Yeah. Dave Thomas, Keith Well, there's hundreds of them. Mm. Great, great players. Charlie George, you know, college. These love absolutely brilliant, brilliant players. And when England didn't qualify, it was bad management. And they, one thing about when England didn't qualify in those two World Cup, they don't play in easy rounds like England play in easy rounds today. So when they start to compare, let them go win something first and then tell me they were, they were better players. Because when you win something, then you can say that. Absolutely, T. And, and when you look at the players in the 70s, yes, they had the pitches, to uh, contend with. Yes, they had the elements also to contend with and also they had the opposition to contend with. There was jeopardy in every game and every time they put the shirt on. Today's modern prima donnas don't have that. And I don't think any player of today could play in the 70s, but I think every player of the 70s could play today. And that's as thing, I look at the game of football. The other thing, the other thing that um, today's players, I don't think could have handled it, the brutal tattles. Absolutely. They, they roll around today that have been carried off on a stretcher. Yeah. So, I don't like to compare, 
But once I start trying to say that Sooners wouldn't live with Declan Rice, do me a favour. Absolutely. And another thing that really annoys me is when they say, players in the 70s, they weren't as fit as this lot that are playing today. Oh, come on. Do me, you, like, you really need to give your head a wobble. Football players have always been bloody fit. I mean, the likes of the players in the 70s to play so many games over short periods of time, you needed to be superhuman and super fit to contend in them days. I mean, it's an absolute... There's a uh, reputation about some players having drinks, and yes, they did drink heavy. Yeah, they did, yeah. Right, but come Saturday, you know. Absolutely. I didn't see that many players. I've never seen that many players uh, not match fit. When I say not match fit, Fitness-wise, mm. they may not be match fit carrying an injury because it was brutal in our day. Yeah, you know, and soon as them a little bit older than me, so they even got a, they got a, a worse bout of it. I got a, a very bad bout of it, mm. but it would it would all started to fade out a little bit. And as it got really into the nineties, it started to settle down a little bit. There was the odd one here, there, and everywhere. But we talk about that one, Ben. Um, ben ben Thatcher. Yeah, ben, ben Thatcher last week. Thatcher. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that was a bad one, you know. But I, I can remember Ace of Hartford twice when I was playing against him. Once when I was at uh, Forest, and once when I was at uh, Sheffield Wednesday. Was it Forest or Southampton? Anyway, he elbowed. He elbowed me. I would. He would came back, mark me in corners. Blimey. And he helped me smack up, bleeding nose twice. And I, I, the second time I chased him, <laughs> you know, the little twat. But he, he was a great player, Ace of Hartford. He was, yeah. And Andy was telling the story about Joe Gallagher when he just turned around and twatted him. <laughs> so welcome to Birmingham. <clears throat> you know, these things happened in them days. Footballers got elbows, they got punched, they got kicked, they got spat, they got everything in them days. I mean, you you don't get anything like that when the today. Ball, when the ball was at other end of the pitch, hmm. and you, obviously you, I mean, some somebody like me would keep looking for try and find space. The fullback or the centre back would put his studs down back of your back yeah. back of your calf, hmm. and you know, and then you get you know got stood marks on the back of your legs and when you show the it's serving media